Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. soul sings out as your word throws down far away I sing to you and my heart cries holy hallelujah spirit join me Well, good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills, and welcome to all of you who are visiting us and joining in on our online worship service. It's a pleasure to have you all with us. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid and the senior minister of this beautiful church, and I want to give a shout out to our music team. What an awesome way to start off this uh, 
this worship service and to recognize God. My hope is in you, God. I love that song. That was very awesome. Thank you, Lauren and Nicholas and the music team. You always find the perfect way to open up our spiritual awareness. That was awesome. I want to start off with a few announcements and then we'll go right back into our service. So today after our service at 11 o'clock, we're going to have our Sunday fellowship Zoom. Well, Zoom fellowship and the link for that will be on the website, on our YouTube page, and on the our Facebook page. And like I said, that's at 11, 11 o'clock today. Tomorrow, we are still having our UFH Monday Zoom house party, and it is at 1 o'clock and 7 p.m. Everyone is welcome to join us, to uh, laugh, um, join in supporting each other and inspiring each other. And then on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., we have been having an amazing time doing our meditations. This last past Wednesday, we did a, a chakra meditation, which was really powerful. And so everyone is welcome to that as well. Like I said, it's 7 p.m. The link for the, the house parties and for the meditation are on our website, unityfh.com. And if you want to sign up for our email blast, please feel free to visit our website along with um, if you want to get any more information on our classes, our groups, and our events. Visit our website, unityfh.com. For those of you who may want to schedule an appointment with me, you may do so by um, sending me an email to senior minister at you. Senior Minister at UnityFH.com. My office hours are uh, Tuesdays, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you send me an email, I will email you back and we can schedule either a Zoom meeting or a phone uh, meeting. And if you have to, um, if you want to send in a prayer request, feel free to send them to Senior Minister at UnityFH.com. If you need to speak to me personally, you can call me at 313-515-3071. And now that concludes our announcements for today. So as we hear the beautiful voices of our music team sing Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and to open up into our, our opening prayer.
the daily word for today, July, Ju, uh, Sunday, July 26, 2020, is pray for others. The affirmation reads, I affirm truth for everyone I hold in prayer. Let me say that again, and then I'd like you to affirm it with me. I affirm truth for everyone I hold in prayer. Together, I affirm truth for everyone I hold in prayer. And the message reads, I am honored by the trust people place in me when they ask for prayer support. As I pray for others, I see each one for whom I pray as divine and know the truth that each and know the truth that each one is a living expression of God. My purpose in prayer is not to focus on the particulars of a situation, but to hold a higher view. As I center in prayer, I hold the vision that all challenging circumstances are moving toward a satisfying resolution in one way or another. I release all thoughts about the situation that prompted the prayer need and focus on the activity of God. As I pray, I see the life, the love, the wisdom, and the power of God at work, healing, strengthening, and establishing peace in all those for whom I pray. And today's scripture comes from Philippians, it's chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, and it reads, I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you. Let us pray. And so now, so now just gently close your eyes with me, please, and take a deep breath. We do this to center ourselves in the consciousness of God, becoming aware of that one power and that one presence, that one activity, God the good omnipotent, who is, op who is active in our lives and in the universe, co-creating our very life with us right now in this very moment. And as we allow ourselves to focus in the center of our chest and become aware of that beautiful presence that is God, we acknowledge that we are one with that power and that presence. We acknowledge that right now that power and that presence that is God is blessing each and every one of us who is present in this online worship service. We acknowledge that God, the good omnipotent, is bringing forth in a higher expression our Christ consciousness, awakening our minds, our hearts, our very souls, and bringing forth a willingness to receive the word of God, to understand more fully the word of God, and to walk being a testimony and testifying to the, to the word of God. We thank you, God, right now for blessing every aspect of this service. And we know that this prayer is already answered right now. It is done. It is done. It is done. And so it is. And we let it be. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. 
I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together. And it is working. And we are grateful that it is working. So let your hearts fill with gratitude as we affirm this together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we will have one of my favorite songs entitled Speak to My Heart. It's our first special song, and it is led by Bernard. And then I will be back with our message for today.
Well, all right now, that was awesome. Thank you, Bernard. I love hearing you sing. And you all were so beautiful. That was such a pretty song. It spoke to my heart. And I love the idea of God speaking to our heart and hearing a word from God. That's just amazing to think about that and to feel the presence of God moving as I was hearing that song. I was really touched by it. Thank you so much, everybody. It was awesome, as usual. <laughs> so I, um, I heard this story of these two men who were talking together, Bob and Sid. And Bob asked Sid, are you still caddying at that club? And Sid said, no, they fired me. And Bob said, why? And Sid said, because I couldn't figure out how to laugh quietly. <laughs> and I know me, if I was somewhere, and it is funny, it is often hard for me to figure out how to laugh, quiet, <laughs> laugh quietly as well. But that, I just thought that was so funny. So as we continue this month of July, actually, we're, this is the last Sunday in the month of July, I want, to continue, I want to close out the series that we've been working on entitled From Knowing to Understanding. And July represents the month of, uh, of under, I mean, yeah, July represents the spiritual faculty of understanding for unity. In fact, our spiritual faculties, according to Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, are those aspects of our mind that we are here to regenerate, to spiritualize, and to um, strengthen in order to be a stronger expression of the individualized expression of God that we are. And so knowing represents the wealth of information that is within us that we know. And understanding, our faculty of understanding represents our ability to comprehend, to apprehend, and to perceive. And so when you take and move into a deeper understanding of the truth that you know, and you live from the truth that you understand, you move into a deeper awareness of, of uh, how to live the truth that you know in your life and a deeper level of spiritual maturity. And so that's why we've been really de de uh, delving into moving from knowing to understanding. Today, I want to con conclude our series by speaking on understanding the whole armor of God. And I'm going to use the scriptures that come from um, Ephesians is chapter six, verse 10 through 18. And here uh, the apostle Paul is talking about being strong in the Lord and his mighty power. He's talking about doing this by strengthening yourself in the consciousness of God, uh, of the spirit of God, the consciousness of God. And so the title of this um, part of scripture is called the whole armor of God. And I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. I'm going to read the first part first, and then we'll go into the second part. So the, uh, we'll, we'll delve into the meaning of this first part of uh, the scriptures, and then we'll go into the last part of it next. So he says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Now, what is he talking about? These evil spirits in heavenly places and the uh, 
mighty powers in this dark world. And he says that we're not even fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against the evil doer, either evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Well, that is that which is unseen represents consciousness. And we have two levels of consciousness that we operate from. You have the consciousness of the human side of you, the human world, the world of material uh, materialism, which represents the third dimensional beliefs of limitation and separation. So everything that comes from that world is limited, is separate, comes from things that are erroneous and false in your beliefs and your thinking. That is the relative truth. And then you have the spiritual consciousness which represents the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of, he of heaven is the consciousness of God. The divine mind of God is the awareness of that which is absolute, that never changes, that is the same yesterday, the same today, and will, and will be the same tomorrow. All of those attributes that represent the divine, uh, divine ideas of God, divine spiritual law, divine principles, even the teachings of Jesus that stay, uh, that are, absolute unchanging and eternal those are the expressions of the uh, kingdom of heaven so that which is the um evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world represents your consciousness as rooted in the third third dimensional beliefs of limitation and separation is those false thoughts like for instance in this world the false thoughts of superiority, the false thoughts that one race is less than another, the false thoughts that allow a person to think that it is okay to brutalize another, a minority race, or to act in a way that is unloving towards other people. All of those thoughts that motivate become the evil rulers and authorities of the person's consciousness. It is part of the unseen rule world within our consciousness that motivates our actions, motivates our way of being, motivates the things that we say, do and behave. And so that is what is that, that all of that is connected to the evil rulers and authorities in the unseen world and against the pop, mighty powers in this dark a world. The dark world, like I said, represents that which is of the material consciousness. When that you make that material consciousness the ruler of your life, that you stand on those truths, that you stand on the things that you were taught instead of the things that you discern from your own consciousness with God and your relationship with God, you discern it from your relationship with people above your relationship with God, that would be the dark world. And the evil spirits in the heavenly places Heavenly places still is all connected to consciousness. These are different aspects of talking about the consciousness of the human realm, the ego that takes over and wants to uh, overpower and wants to um, be the, in charge of that which is unloving, behave in a way that is unloving. All of those behaviors, all of the way, all of those things inside of us that motivate that behavior will be considered of the dark world. And it also represents evil, which is the word live, L-I-V-E, backwards. Anything that's connected to in the Bible that's talking about evil 
or the devil represents living backwards. It means you're sinning. It means you are missing the mark. So sin is an archery word that means missing the mark. So metaphysically, when there's evil or the consciousness of devil represented in the Bible, it means missing the mark of the consciousness of God, which is love, oneness, unity, and the expression of the essence of God. So let's go down further where to, um, verse 13, it says together put to therefore put on every piece of God's armor. So you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. The time of evil is when you're going through anything that is a trial or a tribulation. Like for instance, we are going through the coronavirus in our world right now. We are going through the black lives matter movement that is fighting for equality among all people that is fighting to be treated and to be to be respected as an equal we are all equal made in the image and likeness of god now there is a difference between us all but that difference doesn't make one race more superior than the other it doesn't make one economic um, economic status better than the other it doesn't give you any right to feel superior to the other. God is not a respecter of persons. God sees us all in the same consciousness that we are all made in God's image and likeness. And so this is the times that we are in right now with the backdrop of the coronavirus and everything in the United States going on where we are fighting for, it's still moving in the civil rights movement actually and fighting for equality. And so Paul says, then after the battle, you will stand, you will be standing firm. So it's always standing firm in the truth. So let's start this off. What are the aspects of the whole armor of God? First of all, he says, stand, uh, stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth. He starts off with truth because truth represents the absolute essence of God that is unchanging, that never changes. And so what happens is he's using the allegory of an, an um, armor because back in the day, the Romans wore these armor, this armor that was their covering, their protective covering for when they went into war or when they were walking around patrolling the country or the city, wherever they were. What held it together was a belt, held the breastplate together to bring the weight of the breastplate breastplate or the body of armor onto the hips and attached to it was where you put the sword or a knife or anything else they'd attach it to the belt the belt is the truth that holds it all together the absolute truth on which your consciousness stands on the whole arm of god it is connected and held together by absolute truth and so that is why he says put on the belt of truth and the body of armor of god's righteousness God's righteousness represents the consciousness that is aligned and in harmony with all attributes of God. You're in right relationship with God. Your mind, your thinking, your feelings, your beliefs, all of it is in relationship with God. It is aligned with God. It is connected to the, our fourth unity principle that says that we align our God, minds and our hearts. We align our minds, minds with God through meditation and prayer. And that is how we put on the body armor of God. Righteousness is through meditation and going into prayer. And so you align yourself first before you decide to do anything. You align your consciousness with the consciousness of God. And that's righteousness. He goes on in, in verse 15 to say, for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. 
The good news represents the teachings of Jesus. That which Jesus came here to teach and also be the example of. Do you know the teachings of Jesus? Have you read through the New Testament to hear, to understand, and to actually learn to be the example of the teachings that Jesus was? Jesus is considered our way shore because his very life demonstrated everything that he taught. His very life demonstrated the truth that will set you free. His very life demonstrated and pointed to the consciousness of God. And when you live, when you prepare yourself through righteousness to walk in the peace of the good news, you are fully prepared, no matter what happens, to live in an expression of God's love. There's a couple um, civil rights activists who were were leaders in the civil rights movement who've passed away recently. Reverend C.T. Vivian, uh, Representative John Lewis, and Emma Sanders all passed away. They were part of the civil rights movement. Representative Representative John Lewis said, that as a youth, he was inspired to live in nonviolence. He said he went to nonviolent workshops, he, a nonviolence workshop. He went to workshops that taught on love, on peace, and nonviolence. And that was the root of what he taught when he was a civil rights activist. His very life lived in peace. His very life demonstrated love. His name, John, represents love. And he was the expression of being the good news by living in peace. Even when he was knocked in the head during one of the civil rights marches, he stood up bleeding and still walked in peace. He talked about getting into some good trouble, which meant nonviolent protesting. How are you protesting in a nonviolent way? How are you standing up to that which is the truth of God in your own way. The next verse says, in addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. The shield of faith represents trusting God, being confident and having full confidence and full trust in God, in the truth that God is no matter what shows up in the outside world. No matter the coronavirus, no matter these evidence of uh, people perpetrating unloving demonstrations of violence and uh, ways of being unloving towards other people, all, even in the midst of all of that, standing in the trust and the confidence that God is still the same today as he was just as God was yesterday and as God will be tomorrow, standing in the truth, trusting And having confidence in the truth of God, no matter what. These are the elements, the aspects of the whole armor of God. Having, standing on truth, being, having it hold everything together, walking in that truth. And the righteousness, your mind being in alignment, your, your very thinking, every aspect of you being in alignment with the truth of God. And then letting your very life demonstrate and walk in the peace of the good news that Jesus came to teach us. Holding up the shield of faith by standing and trusting and being in, being confident that God's truth will prevail. I promise you, God's truth will prevail. It may not prevail in, in our, what we think is the perfect divine timing and the perfect divine order. It is God's divine timing and God's divine order, but we have to trust it. 
And that is when you have your shield of faith up against the fiery uh, arrows of the, of the devil. The fiery arrow, fiery arrows of the devil represents all of the demonstrations that are false and erroneous that we are seeing in this world. Even the coronavirus is a vibration of an energy that is of darkness. It is a low vibration, but if we stand in the truth that God will heal it, the, the solution will show up, that is when we hold up the shield of faith. And then the, uh, verse 17 says, put on salvation as your helmet. And salvation represents the freedom you feel when you are walking in the truth. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Once you know the truth, you realize you are not shackled to this kingdom, this earthly kingdom. That you walk free in the kingdom of spirit, demonstrating the truth and testifying to the truth that you know and understand. And then it says, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, walking and standing in the word of God, knowing that the word of God that comes from your mouth, that is in alignment with the truth, is the activating power of God that manifests in this world. But the only way to do that, to get that activating power of God, verse 18 says, this is the last verse, and it says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion. In the occasions of things that are peaceful and pleasurable going on in your life, and even right now during the coronavirus and with the Black Lives Matters movement, with this movement into um, demonstrating the equality that we want to see. The only way to fully activate the whole armor of God, all of these aspects of spiritual consciousness, is when you pray in spirit at all times. That means that you walk in the consciousness of the Holy Spirit, that Christ that is within you. You allow yourself to quiet down and pray from what you hear and the vibration of the spirit within. Let the Holy Spirit express. The Holy Spirit is the divine expression of the divine ideas. And when you allow Holy Spirit to speak and to pray through you, you are rooted in the power of Christ. You are rooted in the power that Jesus was rooted in when Jesus was Christ Jesus because Jesus allowed the Christ to come forth and lead the human, which was the Jesus, the name of his personality. When we do that and we pray in the spirit in every occasion, in every situation, we are always prepared. Everywhere we walk, the world has to come in alignment. Spiritual law manifest it has to manifest in this world it may not happen according to our timing but it will happen according to divine timing god's perfect divine timing divine order and divine way and then we conclude this by saying stay alert and be present in your prayers for all believers everywhere all believers now here he's talking about believers in christ believers in jesus believers in the good news but the truth is, everybody has a belief, even those who think that who believe that they are superior to lower uh, to other vibrant, um, other minority um, races or economic um, status or whatever. They still have a belief, too. We can pray for every believer, pray that every believer feels the truth of God deep within their soul. And every believer has the willingness. And the readiness to walk in the truth of the consciousness of God, that every believer 
understands the whole armor of God and is willing and ready to put it on through stepping in to the prayer in the spirit of God that activates it. It activates your consciousness. Through prayer and meditation, you align and activate the spirit that you are. And when you do that, nothing can stand against you. And as he says in the beginning of um, this, the beginning of these verses in verse 10, you will be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And you will be able to stand against anything that comes against you by loving it, embracing it, and transmuting it with your own power that you are. Let us understand more fully the whole armor of God. Go through and meditate on this script, these scriptures in chapter 6 of Ephesians. Let yourself come to a deeper awareness of what it means to you to stand in the whole armor of God and how you will stand up and be the expression of the consciousness of truth that you understand yourself to be. Let us all do that. And then whatever way we are led to stand up for what we know is truth and to testify to the truth through our very lives, let us all have the courage, the willingness, and the readiness to let God in spirit guide us and move into the Christ expression that we are as we understand the whole armor of God Put it on, activate it through prayer in, in spirit and let it penetrate the darkness and the consciousness of this world. Thank you, God. Amen. And thank you all for listening. And now let us, we go into this next segment of our worship service where we pray over our love offering. So bring yourself into the consciousness of a giving spirit, a giving consciousness, knowing that God is blessing every single love offering, every single way that you bless, every single way that you are uh, a blessing to unity of Farmington Hills. And I thank you with all of my heart for every single way you all demonstrate love towards each other, blessings towards each other, support and encouragement towards each other, even praying over each other, even being there with each other. I love seeing that in our spiritual community. We are being the change that we want to see in this world. And I'm grateful for that. And so as we prepare, put your hand over your heart, please. Allow your heart to be full of thanksgiving and cheerfulness as we affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com, hit the donate button. When it opens up, you can specify how you'd like to pay. After you click to the next screen, there's a little pencil icon there. You can also write in and specify that way how you'd like your love offering to be used at Unity of Farmington Hills. You can do your payment through credit card or PayPal. Also, you can donate through your purchases through Amazon. Go to smile.amazon.com and Unity of Farmington Hills will receive proceeds for everything that, uh, from, every, from what you purchase. Um, Amazon will send proceeds. I've been doing it and it's been awesome. For those of you who are sending in checks, you may send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. 
for every way that you give, both financially and through your talents and through your treasure, the board uh, and I are really grateful and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And now we will have our second spirit, our second special song. It is entitled One Step Away and it'll be led by Lauren. And then I will be back with our closing virtual prayer circle and we will, I will lead us in our closing prayer, the prayer for protection. I'll see you in a minute.
just one step away. Wow. I love that. Lay down, lay down your old chains. Come take up your new name. I love that song. And Nicholas, I could hear your voice in there with everyone. That was awesome. Thank you, Lauren. That was so awesome. Wow. I, wow. <laughs> that, wow. One step away. And all you got to do is choose. That's your step to choose. Wow. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, lit up now. <laughs> I'm lit up. If it wasn't lit up when I was talking, I'm lit up even more now. So anyway, let us, um, let us prepare for our virtual prayer circle. So let's just quiet ourselves down and let the Holy Spirit bring forth the name of those who you'd like prayer for. Even if it's just for you, let, let's Pray in the spirit, letting God bring forth the names to you. And, and then as we, when you, while you pray, I'll give you time to say the names and then I'll pray. Now I'll say them to Marcellus, Ashley, Kelly, Rachel, Susan. God, as you hear the names being called out right now into this virtual prayer circle, we see it right now. We see the beautiful vibration of everyone who is praying, who is calling out the names. We see a beautiful infinite circle right now of these beautiful angels who are standing in the gap for those who need prayer. We see the vibration of their names going out into the circle, those that we are praying for. We see them being ignited by the touch of your love, the healing touch of your love. That as the names have been caught out, the very essence of their being has been activated to manifest the spiritual healing of their, that brings forth their greatest and highest good. Thank you for that, God. Thank you for answering those prayers. We come from a place of knowing that this, that there are, prayers are already answered that their healing is already accomplished we come from a space of seeing their highest good and the divine activity of you god being manifest in their life and in our lives as well thank you for blessing all of us who were here today during this worship service and thank you for blessing those who will be watching it later god thank you for blessing the hands the minds the very hearts of everyone who took part in putting this worship service together. And God, thank you for blessing the very world and for blessing unity of Farmington Hills. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ within we pray. Amen. And now let us pray our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is, and all is well. Thank you, God. Amen. And for those of you who are going to be at the fellowship today, the Zoom fellowship today, I'll see you there at 11 o'clock. And for those of you who are not, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Know that you are blessed. I'm sending you light and love. Until next time, I'll see you later. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the Senior Minister of Unity of Farmington Hills. It has been a pleasure. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.